This is episode number 55 with Dr. Cindy O'Meara on the Fat Loss Protocol. Welcome to the Herpreneur Wellness Show. I am your host, Annette Lackovich. Join me as I bring you some of the most cutting edge and coolest people on the planet to help you live a bigger, more fuller life as a female entrepreneur. More health, more wealth, more happiness as you continue to grow your extraordinary business and an extraordinary life. Let's do it. It's official. Raise your glasses. Your business is now speaking to the masses. Hello, ladies, and welcome back to the show. Today, I have Dr. Cindy O'Meara focusing on helping you move that stubborn body fat that perhaps it was easy for you to move and lose weight back in your 20s and 30s, but now it's a completely different ballgame if you're in your 40s and 50s. Let me tell you, today we're going to learn about how your body is more of a hormonal chemistry lab and the way we used to lose weight with less calories and more exercise totally goes out the window as we start to age. Now, it still doesn't mean that you don't have promise because she has helped thousands of women around Australia, helping them strip their body fat and look better than ever. And also last week, I dedicated the show, if you're in your 40s and 50s, to help you move that stubborn body fat with Deborah Atkinson on Flipping 50. Now, she's helped tens of thousands of women over in the United States strip body fat as well. So the last two shows are really helping you move that stubborn body fat, helping you stay educated. Just a heads up that today's interview with Cindy O'Meara is actually part two. Today, we're focused on the fat loss protocol. It was something that she mentioned at the end of the first interview and I thought I have to get her back and I found that she has a challenge in the next couple of days. So I thought I'm going to swap part one and part two interview around for you in case you want to be supported with your fat loss goals and having a community of women that are going through it as well. So that's why I've swapped the interview today. All the details will be there at netlakovich.com forward slash fat loss protocol. If you want to listen to iTunes, just scroll down, click the link. All the links are there to go through to Cindy O'Meara's Fat Loss Protocol Challenge. Enjoy the show. Ladies, my goodness, we have the amazing Cindy O'Meara, who uh, this is actually part two of an interview that I did with her last week. I was driving down the freeway and I thought... Cindy really specializes with something that she mentioned at the back end of her interview. And I thought, this is what most of you women are wanting. And I see it from the download rates that we have on the podcast that most of you want to know anything to do with fat loss, weight loss, health, having better bodies. And I thought, this is crazy. We just need to get Cindy back on the show and have a part two. So this is dedicated specifically to the fat loss protocol. And I want to welcome Cindy back to the show. So big welcome, Cindy. And thanks so much for coming back and sharing your genius again. Thank you, Annette. I appreciate it. Cindy, you mentioned on the last interview that you had some difficulties um, losing body fat. And we're talking about there's a difference between guys with weight and body fat, okay? You could still lose weight on the scales, but you could be losing muscle. So I want to be really specific with what we say here that Cindy had trouble. She mentioned losing body fat when she was around that 50-year-old mark. Can you take us back to that story and what made you so passionate and really start to dig in deep with the fat loss protocol? 
Sure. So all my life I've known how to eat well. You know, I this is what I've studied. I'm a nutritionist. I know how to do things. So I'm still eating the same foods and I'm hitting that 50 realm. And um, I'm starting to get aches and pains. I have a sore lower back that I've had for about 18 months. Over the 18 months, I've put on about nine kilos of weight. I've also got a right hip pain that I'm in a lot of pain with. Um, so not only am I not feeling good about myself as far as my weight goes, but still eating the same foods. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm in, I, you know, I'm having some health struggles that I've never had before. So it is, it is at a point that something like that happens that you have to do something different than what you're doing because insanity is doing the same thing and expecting a res- different result. Mm. It was just I was a little bit puzzled as to, okay, well, how have I survived for 50 years doing the same thing? (laughs) Why is there a problem now? So I um, started to really look into leptin. Um, And leptin is the master hormone. It's the hormone that says uh, there's enough fuel in your tank we don't need any more, and it turns the hunger signal off. Mm. I started to look at our insulin and our ghrelin and all of those things that had a lot to do with appetite, with um, turning off um, the signals for more food and turning off um, the signals for holding fat. So I began to research that, and I just happened to have a couple of friends who did a really old diet, um, and it was put up by a gentleman in the 1970s for American women who had about seven kilos of weight over them, Um, and it was called Pounds and Inches. And they had done it on the spur of the moment. These were two good friends. They had done it, and I didn't agree with it because I felt that it was calorie counting and I felt that it was low fat. And Mm -hmm. they were the two things that I did not agree with. But I have to admit, I watched those two girls who were the same ages as me, had hormone problems, were not doing well, do it, and saw in three weeks absolute miracles. And about the two-week mark, they said to me, you got to do this, Cindy. It's incredible. I know you don't agree with it, but there's got to be some science behind it that you like. (laughs) So, um, so I did, I just decided I'll do it. Mm. Uh, and it's, um, it's a, it's a protocol that I have refined and changed and helped work for the 20th century because he had done it in the 1970s. So yes, it Mm. was about calorie counting and yes, it was about low fat, but it, it, it doesn't end up that way, and, and we can explain that as we go on. Mm, so interesting, because as you said um, at the start of the conversation, that you're getting older and your body's actually also got more and more injuries. So as we get older, obviously we're getting hip problems and knee problems, and, and there's less room for for error as we get older with our diet. And I know there's probably a lot of women there going, I just need to go for a walk around the block. I just need to exercise more, but you know, my body's not able to handle going harder. Um, and I love that this is the education on the nutrition side of it. So we know that it's not just counting calories. It's not just a full diet restriction. Um, can you share with us, like, just give us a real snapshot of what is the fat loss protocol? What is really it um, encapsulating? Sure. So there's four phases to it. And the first phase is only goes for two days. And in those two days, you eat um, more calories than you would ever eat. And the the accent is on fat. So what we're doing is that we're trying to increase your um, reserve fat, not your 
um, stored fat, but you reserve fat. So we always reserve fat from a meal just in case the next meal doesn't come, we may, we can use that fat. Mm-hmm. So those first two days we are concentrating on eating to the brim. It is so much fun. I did this with a girlfriend <laughs> and we were egging each other on till nine o'clock at night. Did you eat that? Yes, I did. Did you have that? Yes, I did. Now it it's can't so be just any food, right? We're talking to like no. good quality food here. Yeah. So it's well, not it the excuse to go, go out and have hamburger and chips and. <laughs> no. No, I don't want them doing that. But what I want them doing is this is filling yourself to the brim where you're never hungry. Um, and and I, I, like I said, it, it is a lot of fun to do with a girlfriend because you egg each other on. But the uh, aim is it, and we do have it very well set out, that it is to be good quality fats. Now, when I did the program, they just said, eat to the brim, eat whatever you want. But when I understood the science behind this program, I went, no, you need to eat fat, not mm-hmm. sugars. Yeah. And a lot of times people will go for carbohydrates, whereas I want them to eat more fat. So I want them eating salmon and I want them eating avocado and beautiful mayonnaises and livers or, or juicy meats um, and butters. And you know, those are the things. And if people say, well, I'm a vegan, then we look for plant-based ones, so nuts and seeds. And mm-hmm. But we have that all worked out in those first two days. Then what happens is by the time you get to that second day, and I can tell you from experience, you're thinking, oh my gosh, if I eat another bite, I am just going to <laughs> lose it. And you are so ready to start. So usually I say to people, do it on a weekend, go out and have some fun, do whatever you want, eat what you want. But remember that Monday morning you start phase two. So phase two goes for anywhere between 14 days to around the 40 day mark, but most people do 21 days. So and three what's weeks. The difference? What is the difference between those days? Cause I can imagine some women be going, Oh wow, two weeks sounds great. I could do two weeks. <laughs> Sounds achievable, right? It's not like months and months and months on end. But what what separates the difference between two two weeks to forty days? The amount of fat that you want to lose. So the uh-huh. amount of um, abnormally stored fat that you want to lose. So if you're somebody who is sixty kilos overweight, and we've had people with sixty and eighty kilos to lose, who have done this, and eight years on, six years on, they've left they've left that weight forever. They've, it's been removed, and it's never come back because there are huge lessons that they learn. That's so exactly if you right, and can I just jump yeah. on that because yes. There's a buzz at the moment with the gastric sleeves, gastric bands and all this stuff. There's so much going on at the moment. And just because you might be fixing the problem, um, I actually have a client that actually does this. She has a, a massive um, surgery in in Brisbane. But what she does is she says that's we still have to f- educate them because mm-hmm. even if you have gastric band, gastric sleeve, whatever it is, she said that most people start to put on weight again after two years of the surgery because they haven't been educated. They think they're just going to slice the, the stomach in half and you know not have much, much room, but they're not educated in the diet. And so what they actually do is they educate in the diet side of things so they can change the lifestyle. Now, what I love about this is I have looked at the before and after photos and I've seen the testimonials, Cindy. What I love about your program is that you make proper educational lifestyle transformations where you do see people writing back from years afterwards saying how long they've actually kept the weight off. And that's what I love about it. So I did want to jump in about that. 
Yeah. Well, it's the same for me, you know, like I was gaining it, gaining it, gaining it, and I did it, and I never put that nine kilos on that I lost in that three weeks ever again. Mm. So I, I learned the lesson. It's a, it's a, what, what the phases do, and phase two isn't necessarily the lesson. Phase two is we're getting rid of the fat. You're eating whole foods. There's no powders and meal replacements that you have to, you know, be at, you have to do the right thing. You have to give the body the food that it needs in order to become leptin sensitive again. And that's the key to this is leptin sensitivity, that master hormone that tells the body everything that it needs to know about your hormones um, because hormones have a way of putting weight on you and especially when you hit that um, menopause stage it will start going on your belly and you can see it you see women hit that age and they just spread they were gorgeous young you know women with waists that are tiny and all of a sudden they get the spread and it's I've been to parties where I haven't seen girls for a long time and I just look at them and I go, oh, my goodness, all of you were in bikinis looking stunning in your 20s, 30s and 40s. What happened? Mm. Why are you getting that middle-aged spread? So what this does is it tells the hormones what to do. So while you're doing one thing, your body's becoming sensitive to this master hormone, leptin, Mm L-E-P-T-I-N, and as a result of that, that um, master hormone then tells your other hormones what to do, and that's that's where the miracle lays. So when we get into phase four is where you learn the education about what food is good for you and what is not. So phase three is basically lean meat, lots of greens. You can have tomatoes and broccolini and asparagus and cauliflower. And So it's not like we're depriving you of food, but we deprive you of the amount of energy that you're consuming. Everything, there's no fat in it. You can't even put moisturizer that is um, a fat on your skin because your skin will absorb it and your body will go, hey, there's some fat around. I don't have to let go of this fat that will help me in the survival of Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. No, you can only put a, um, you can put your, we put a Jehovah oil on the skin because it's a mm-hmm. wax and it's not absorbed by the body. So your whole skincare changes too. So it's so like a full detox. Oh, a full detox because if you're using chemical-based, mineral-oiled um, moisturizers, we take you – you can't have them. Mm. So we put you into this organic Jehovah oil with a few drops of essential oils and it is the most luxury item um, because you're doing this diet, you're learning how to body boost, um, which is like a massage you do for your body. And, you know, and it's a time also you can wear makeup, but we ask you to try not to wear as much as what you would normally wear Mm -hmm. and to be very mindful that if it's very high in fat, like if it's a mineral makeup, fine, but it's high in fat, we ask you to be very mindful of of what you're putting on. So mascara is fine. You know, you can put a little bit of um, mineral makeup on and some moist, like some I'm going to say blush. You know, you can do those things, but we we want everyone to be mindful. Also about perfumes. So mm-hmm. this is a complete change. But in that three-week period, what happens is that you're consuming, and people just about go berserk when I say this amount, but you're consuming about 500 calories of food for the day. Mm-hmm. But what happens is that, remember, in phase one, we have put – 
um, enough fat into reserve to last you about three days of eating. So on about the end of the third day, the beginning of the fourth day, the body realizes no more fat left. You're not eating any fat and you haven't for three days. And so what it does is it takes out of your fat cells 250 grams or two and a half thousand calories approximately or 2,000 calories, sorry, a day. So you're eating 2,000 calories of fat and you're eating 500 calories of food that you've chosen Mm -hmm. uh, and and we choose for you to consume. So in actual fact, you're living on 2,500 calories, so you don't get hungry. You go into a state of ketosis. It's it's just fat that you've or... And explain to everybody what ketosis is in case they don't know. (laughs) It's where we use fat as energy instead of sugar. Mm, we're a fat-burning so, machine, not a sugar-burning machine. Love it. Exactly. <laughs> that, yeah, that's exactly what you are. And and I remember, like, the first week I lost four and a half kilos, just dropped yes. like that. One, seven days, four and a half kilos. Unbelievable. And what, what are some of the – what I'd love to know some of the results as well. Sorry, you're about to say something, but can you share with no. us some of the results as well, what you've seen? Because this is crazy. Like, to know – you could lose four kilos in a in a week. Is now is that fluid or this is fat that we're talking about? Well, you probably will have lost around two hundred fifty grams, approximately times five. Maybe five days of that week would have been fat loss. The rest is inflammation. So all of a sudden, you've taken away food from the body that is causing you to hold water because mm-hmm. it's inflaming you because you hold water like think of an ankle you roll over on it it blows up it puts water there Mm -hmm. and you can gain 500 you know grams overnight because you've blown your ankle up well the body can be inflamed in the gut in your like I was obviously inflamed in my joints inflamed back inflamed hip inflamed everything so when I took the food away that was causing that inflammation and then the pain disappeared then the water doesn't need to be there anymore so I would have lost you know close to probably three four kilos in water (laughs) wow and Mm. and that's what people don't realize is that you can um be eating really well you think and you go out and you drink champagne let's say or white wine And you may have a real issue with that wine or that champagne and your body becomes really inflamed and you get on the scales and you put a kilo of weight on. And it's disheartening because you think, I only only had champagne. I only had white wine. How could I put a kilo of weight on? I have a girlfriend who puts two kilos on overnight drinking wine. Wow. Because her body can't handle it. So you cannot put on a kilo of weight overnight. Your body can only lay down around the 200, 250 grams of weight. That's all it can lay down because it's, it's, and everyone thinks that, oh my gosh, I didn't do anything and I gained a kilo. Well, it's just inflammation. And that's, that's where the real um, education begins because all of a sudden, like for me, I realized I can't drink wine. I can't drink champagne. I can't drink beer, but I can drink whiskey, you know? So, wow. <laughs> It's just, so you, you, know, still, you still can tap out and have something. <laughs> I can still tap out and have a whiskey, you know. Yeah, so, I love it. And, and it's so funny. My husband and I will go out for dinner and I'll order the whiskey and he'll order the red wine. And <laughs> and they'll go to deliver it at the they table? Give, yeah, they'll give, deliver it and they'll give me the red wine and him the whiskey. And I went, what is this? <laughs> 
Love it. What are some of the timeframes that the women can um, expect? Like I know there's no big promise of what they can do, but what are some of the things that you've seen timeframe versus results? Well, we had one lady, um, she lost 80 kilos, but it took her two years to do it. So we have a very strict protocol. So once you've done the protocol once, you have to wait a period of time because otherwise you start to use muscle and we don't Mm -hmm. want you losing muscle. So we're very strict about the times and, and they extend every time you do a protocol. So if you do, um, the first protocol, then you've got to wait um, a matter of weeks before you do the second one. Then when you do the second to the third, you've got to wait even longer. So mm-hmm. that'll extend. Then when you go from the third to the fourth, you have to wait again. So we do it properly because we know what the body needs to reset its metabolism yes. to get leptin to work. And leptin sensitivity doesn't come in on an 80 kilo person immediately mm-hmm. because leptin uh, resistance, which is like insulin resistance, um, comes about, about, you know, like uh, you probably have a 10 kilo window of where your leptin is working beautifully. So five kilos either side of your ideal weight. So if you go underweight, your body will go, I don't, so leptin is produced by fat cells, by the way. So if you're underweight, it won't be producing enough leptin and it'll say, feed me, eat, come on, give mm-hmm. me some food. Then if you go five kilos above your ideal weight, you then become leptin um, insensitive. So um, you become resistant to leptin because you're producing so much leptin that the body has absolutely phased out of the signal of leptin. And it still says the same thing. Feed me. I'm not, I'm hungry. You're not giving me enough. Give me more. I don't have enough nutrients. La, la, la. You Mm -hmm. know, and it's like this constant And And I can imagine then with most of the women uh, listening are in business and most of them are highly stressed, they're high achievers, they're trying to do everything, that stress would make them think that they're hungry as well. Would that be right? So would that then be producing more leptin or is that how it sort of works? Is is there any relationship to stress at all? Yes, most definitely because stress is about um, you not using your digestive system. So when you're in a, uh, a state of stress, you close down your digestive system, mm. you close down your hormone system. Um, it's it's because you don't want to digest food when you're running from a savage animal. And that's what stress is. You know, you're running, but you're running constantly. And then you overload your system and cortisol just fatigues out. And yeah, it's, it, and then, and, and, the thing is, is that that's when you start to put on fat as well, is you're stressed, you're eating the wrong foods, um, and that's when you start to put that on. But what we do is we teach um, how to change those hormones, how to change um, your leptin sensitivity, how to um, stop the body asking for food all the time because the body is all-knowing. It is innate, mm. and it will say the right thing to you, but if you're stressing it out, you're eating the wrong foods, you're putting on way too much weight, then your body's just going to completely lose the plot and give you the worst communication of all, and then you'll be completely lost. And so what we do is we bring the communication back to the body and we we teach you what your body needs. Or actually, we don't teach you, your body teaches it you. Mm. Um, And we do that in phase four. Yeah, I love that. So what I actually did see, you have special drops. What are the drops that they have? (laughs) 
seen in your packages. And I'm like, what is the drops? Yeah. Look, it's a, it's a homeopathic and it's um, designed by um, a homeopath um, up here on the Sunshine Coast that I've worked with for the last 10 years. And it is about supporting the body's loss of fat. So let me give you an example of when we would do that. So you're, you get pregnant and in the first three months you are really struggling to eat. So what the body does is it increases uh, a hormone called HCG. And that HCG tells the fat cells that if you want to survive and this baby needs to survive, then we need to take the fat from the fat that they've stored and we need to give it to the baby and you in order to survive. Mm-hmm. That's one time it happens. Two, a second time it happens in the, is in the winter of, of when there's no food. So the male and the female will both increase the HCG. The HCG is something that bathes a baby in in order to make new life heal, detox, all of these things happen with HCG. So when the winter of the hunter-gatherer, let's say, when there's not a lot of food available and there's not enough calories, that will increase as well, both in men and women, even if the women aren't pregnant, it will increase in them. And then that hormone will indicate, number one, we need to use those fat cells to survive. Number two, we need to keep on the repairing and the growth. We can't lose that. So all of those nutrients will be pulled out of those fat cells in order for you to survive. So when we do this um, four-phase fat loss, we're not only losing the fat, But we're also, what's in that fat are hormones, uh, vitamins uh, are in there, Mm -hmm. as well as some minerals, as well as um, toxins. Now, this is when it gets tricky, that your body will be stubborn Mm -hmm. (laughs) because if those toxins are so toxic and and it doesn't feel it can get rid of those toxins immediately, it will hold on. And this is sometimes called a stall where people are doing really, really well and then all of a sudden for three or four days, nothing happens. And what, But what's happening is that the body's mobilizing that fat with the toxins in order for it to get rid of it safely. Mm-hmm. And But what we do see in that time and we do say to people, measure yourself measure your waist, your hips, your thighs, because all of a sudden you might not be losing weight, but one day you've lost an inch, two inches, three inches, because the the body is mobilizing those fats and the toxic toxin, like some toxins the body can get rid of easily, others it will hold on to. Mm -hmm. And I've been in that situation where I waited two weeks before I mobilized any fat. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> wow. And so those drops actually help create the, like a homeostasis in the body. Is that what it does? It sort of creates. It, it's a support. Mm-hmm. It's a support to tell the body what to do because you have to realize that we don't do what we used to do, which is yes. gain weight in the summer, lose it in the winter. Mm-hmm. And our body would have been regulated like that. So what these support drops do is help with that regulation, help it understand where it is in the evolution of um, seasons. Mm. So you actually have challenges and you've got one coming up. You mentioned at the start how it's great to do it with a girlfriend. What I love about the challenge is that you're in a community 
if they don't have the girlfriend that wants to join it with you, you've got a community there that can support you. Is that the idea what the challenge does is sort of got a community where you're going to cheer each other on and, and move along together with the results and the support? Yeah, when when everybody starts together, they're kind of in the same situation. I'll, I'll never forget I, I was on the challenge one day and I, I read on the first day of phase two. So this is the day I cut your throat basically mm-hmm. and you're not allowed to eat. <laughs> um, and this girl at the end of the day, she goes, oh, I'm not sure I can do this. Uh, no, no, this is too hard for me. I, no, I don't want to do it, you know. And, mm. and she's like, because she's never deprived her body and so her body is screaming to her to eat. Um, and she and has it's probably healthy- mind over matter as well, yes. wouldn't you think? Yes. Yeah. Well, it's what's the difference between starving and just being empty? Mm-hmm. And that's the question we say, look, are you, you're not starving because we know you've got fat on you, so you're not going to starve. You'll be okay. Um, and it, it's about being empty. People don't know what empty feels like. And all of a sudden you get that amazing feeling. You know what I loved? And, and people may be able to um, associate with what I'm saying, but when I lost that four and a half kilos in the beginning, and then by about the end of the second week, um, you know, the weight was really dropping off. Like I said, nine kilos. To feel my hips and my stomach below my hips for the first time in a while was a bit of a, of what I realized what that emptiness feels like because we've always got full tummies. Mm. And I don't know, I don't know, and it really made me go, ah, that's what emptiness feels like. I'm not hungry because I wasn't hungry by that time because your body just, it kicks in. It is incredible. Mm. You you just go, look it's at what I It's a bit I'm like eating. a fast, isn't it? Because I do um, a lot of intermittent fasting and I just love the feel, the, the energy I actually get from having that time, that break from not eating. Um and there's no bloat in the stomach. It's just it, people think that being hungry or being empty is is a hard thing. It actually feels quite exhilarating. <laughs> Agreed. It feels exhilarating, and that energy absolutely kicks in. Mm. I think um, also when you get to that point, and you've been you know sticking with the the education and the learning, you you actually. Um, realize what ketosis is all about and ketosis is about that you don't have to eat every bloody minute of the day yes. because you're hungry mm. so you you're not eating breakfast you're not eating morning tea you're not eating lunch like I'll I'll sometimes go for my swim have my coffee and I may not feel hungry until 10 o'clock and my coffee is just black there's no milk there's no sugar there's nothing in it so I may not feel hungry till 10 if I eat t- at 10 I then sometimes don't want to eat till dinner because there's no signal to my body to say eat. Mm. But if you're eating carbohydrates for breakfast, so breakfast cereal, you'll be hungry by 10.30 because the body is using sugar, not fat. And and this is when your body will also put on weight because that was the indicator to put on weight was to have fat and sugary um, food. So saturated fat in the meat and sugary fruit. So this is the summer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that, and the indicator is eat, 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 because we've got to survive the winter. Well, we don't have a winter anymore. So we have to be very <laughs> mindful. Yeah, we never have it. Yeah. So we have to be very mindful of our our seasons and our, and our cycles. But I think 
those long-term results, like, yes, keeping the weight off, but my flexibility changed. I went from hardly touching the floor to bouncing down on the floor, putting my boobs on the floor when I'm spread leg, you know. I I just could not believe how easy yoga got and – um, and how fit I became without much effort. Yes. And, and how my hair grew and my skin changed. I, like, I look back at, at my photographs <laughs> of when I was 50, and I'm nearly 60, and I think I looked older then than I do now. Mm. I, I may be just looking, I might be thinking I'm wrong, but I do look back at them and go, woo. <laughs> oh, I remember you actually saying on the interview last week that all the signs that you were showing that it would have looked like that it was menopause. And I wonder how many women get the diagnosis. <laughs> I'm just saying that with quite mm-hmm. quotes in my in the air that it's just menopause and just deal with it where you did not accept it that it was just menopause. And as soon as you really went through this transformation, it was like you were better than what you've ever been. So I just exactly. I just worry how many women, um, and I have a very good friend of mine who's probably listening to this podcast. Hi, Trish, sending you love. Um, they just mentioned <laughs> last week that, you know, she was getting asked all these questions about menopause. And here I was having a conversation with you the next day about exactly what you've just said. You know, sometimes they're here just, you know, to stick the pharmaceutical drugs and the creams and whatever, the progesterone, and (laughs) I don't know much about it, but to try and give you the drugs instead of going, well, let's look at the diet and let's actually see what's actually happening with you from the inside. What I love most, Cindy, is you. we sometimes start these things mostly because it's the visual. We want to look better. We know we're not in our, our best shape. But what you've just said is the effects afterwards that you really start to appreciate even more. Like you're saying the flexibility in your hair and your nails and your skin and just everything was just starting just to glow. So um, I love that it's it's this multi-layer approach of what actually really the transformation has. Um can you just share with everyone um, where they can go about the fat loss protocol? I'd love to put my hand up and say I'm going to do it. Um, <laughs> I'd love, you know, I do so many different things, intermittent fast and that, but I'd love to have a nice shift of weight and I'd really love to learn more about the approach that, you, um, that you're doing there. So how do we find out more and how do we get on board? If they're listening to this afterwards, do you have challenges all the time as well? How does it sort of work? Um, yes, we do have challenges um, and we do have one October 20. 19 coming but we do do a prep month in September so we and the prep month is all about um, preparing you getting organized uh, uh, and making sure you know what you're doing and that you've got the products ready to start when we start in October and I'm always in there encouraging and we've got two um, beautiful coaches that have both been through the program one lost 60 kilograms years ago in the program wow. and is the most amazing coach yeah and the other one her and her husband lost 60 kilograms together you look at their photos of them as a couple before and after and they're different people and and they are different people. They're just, it's incredible. So you have all of this support. You also have friends doing it. We do buddy you up um, just to support each other through it. Mm. If you don't want to be buddied up, you don't have to be. But you can go to changinghabits.com.au. 
it, just go to the lifestyle programs mm-hmm. and you'll see um, the fat loss program in the lifestyle Fair. program. And we'll also have the link as well. So if you're listening on iTunes, oh, good. Um, Perfect. <laughs> com forward slash um, the fat loss protocol, but we'll have that link there and all the links to the program as well. Cindy, you mentioned about the prep month beforehand. If for some reason, let's just say now we're heading to the end of September, is it absolutely necessary they have to do the prep month or is it just getting the, the enemy out of the house, getting all the crap out of the house and filling the, the cupboards with all the good stuff or is it important that they do that month prep beforehand? No, you don't have to do the prep month. Like some people just buy it and do it. Like me, mm-hmm. you know, I heard about the program. I figured out there was a place where I could get the support drops. Um, I knew nothing about it. I had a two-page um, piece of paper about it, uh, and I just started. I just went, right, I'm starting. So, you know, I always find that there are three different people in the world. They're the ones that read something and go, I'm doing it. Then there's the second group that go, I'm doing that. I just need a little bit of support. And then there's the third group that want their hand held. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> the, the hand helders are the ones where we do prep month, we get you all organized. But if you've got business women listening to you, they'll be type one. Yeah. They'll be the ones that will read something and they'll just do it. Mm-hmm. So they can just move on. Some start a couple of days after, but you're still with that, you know, that chicken in the, the snake. You're yes. still with that group going through it together. I just didn't want them to see the print month month and say, oh, I'm too late and use that as an excuse and for the next time around. No. Oh, beautiful. Cindy, if we can finish up the interview with this one question, what is the one tip? If they really want to just to start to snap into gear today, let's just say your challenges is in a few weeks' time, they want to make one significant thing right now. What's one of the biggest significant things that they can do that perhaps is a fad that they've learnt about dieting, perhaps it's about low-fat food or perhaps it's about snacking. What's one thing that you could teach them today to stop doing or to start swapping what would it be? Okay, so good quality fats. So if they're eating margarine, get rid of it and go back to butter. If they're having canola oil, grapeseed oil, soybean oil, cottonseed oil, vegetable Ooh, oil, yeah. get rid of all of Dump them it. and go back to your olive oils, your inky inchy oils, your almond oils, your macadamia oils. So that would be, and especially moving into this program, if they are going to do this program, then get those fats into your pantry and fridge and get rid of the rest because I will never, ever tell you to eat those other ones. You yeah. Like, you know, you know, go oil, I don't know what you could oil, go oil your back deck with it or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, we did a show uh, with Fat Flammation, it was called, and it was mm. talking about how nasty these um, oils are and how they create, is it arachidonic acid? And we had one of the doctors from over in America. And, um, yeah, so hopefully the girls have listened to that and they're starting to clean those mm. oils out. But what I love is the continual education that you give that we can really make a proper change, a proper long-lasting lifestyle change. It's not just for the short term. It's about getting rid of it. You hear people, you know, go on these um, Weight Watchers and Light and Easy, and it's great that they're all out there to help people 
lose weight but I think it's we need to get properly educated it's not about just counting points it's not saying well I've got 90 calories let's just have a half a Snickers bar instead of uh, an apple (laughs) do you know what I mean it's like let's get educated and say it's not about the calories it's the quality of where those calories come from so um yeah I can't wait to actually do the program and um yeah and get this body looking hot (laughs) just in time for summer Cindy thank you so much (laughs) thank you so much for coming back on the show and um yeah we'll continue to stay in contact thanks Annette you're listening to the Herpreneur Wellness Show I hope you received the inspirational idea thought or message that you're meant to hear today if you love the show it means a bunch to me sending me a message on Facebook or on iTunes to rate and review the show and subscribe so you're the first to know when the next show's released Until then, make sure you do something that fills up your level of happiness, something that lifts your vibration so high that you're the happiest person that you know. I'm out.